Say hi. What's up, Andy? From Atlanta. Uh, so. Hey, what's up, Cody? It's pretty much a little like a regular. Little bit of, you know. Yeah. Nick from Wisconsin. Pink shirt. <laughs> Confident men. Confident men, John. Confident men. <laughs> it's salmon. It's, yeah, salmon. Yeah, it's straight up pink, man. Whatever. <laughs> Probably it's, looks it's, like pink to them. Light metal killing it. So. What's up, Brian? Oh, all right, guys. So how's everybody doing? And welcome to the special edition of Car Audio Talk. Uh, it is a Tuesday night. We had to accommodate. We have Eric Brooks from Alpine here. Of course, you guys all remember John of Dynamic Sales. And there's Fernando. Who probably won't talk much because he's he's still doing having a hard time with it, but he is feeling better, so that's always good. And of course, with me. Yeah. Always me. It's all about me right now. Okay. Haley would hit me right now. So. The whole reason why we're here is because of you. Fantastic. I know, right? Glad I could be here. Uh, if anybody caught any of the CES YouTube footage about Alpine's new 2018 products, then you'd probably recognize him. He was in those with yeah, Chris Tagu. Chris Tagu. And I couldn't, I couldn't remember my title in one of them. And, uh, people kept walking in our frame. And oh, that was great. That was awesome. I was like, oh, I could feel that. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you know, live. Live is, That's know, right. It's great. People just like to, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, are you, Oops. Oh, oh are you, who are you? Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but anyways. We're going to talk about Alpine today. Fantastic. And we're going to talk about a couple products. But before we get into Alpine, our viewers always like to know a little bit about the guy who's talking to them. Okay. So we all know John. We don't need to talk about him. No. We can, though. Well, John's a great guy. John's, John's a great guy. guy. Eric's um, new, so we got to make sure But we got to introduce I'm Eric new. to the show. I'm new to the industry. That's right. So let's start with the simple question, which is never too simple. Why are we in 12 volts? How did you get into this 12-volt world that we're in? What's your history, man? Uh, so, why did I get into 12? I wanted the loudest stereo in school. All right, so, so the same reason why I got that's, into 12 That's volts. pretty much why I got into 12 volts. So, uh, basically started off in the industry. I was in high school. Okay. And I had a shop that I hung out at all the time. Right. And uh, basically got a job kind of just sweeping up floors, right? That's where I started. And uh, from there, started doing some installs just kind of grew from there. I went to Installer Institute in Daytona when it was in its infancy. Really? A long time ago. I actually hired a guy from Installer's Institute. He, uh, it was funny, he was a customer and a fan, and uh, he was like, hey, um, his, his mom did prepaid college fund, okay? And instead of doing the prepaid college, he just cashed out and went to Installer's Institute. And we're like, what, really? I know, right? You, your heart would break yeah. if your daughter did that. Yeah. And mine too. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he comes in and he goes to JJ. He says, hey, listen, um, I'm going to go to Installers Institute. When I get out, will you give me a job? And JJ was like, sure. And I'm sitting there going, what? 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 So, yeah, there's my installer story. So, continue. So, so Installer Institute, right? So, yes. I was one of, I guess it was pretty much in its infancy. Yeah. Point. And I was the only guy that actually had a job in the industry. Yeah, he, he, he was too. So, yeah. but you know, MEC certifi MEC, certification. MECP certification and yeah. all that good stuff. So started there, did that, moved on to another shop, you okay. know, where I got to help build some demo vehicles for manufacturers and increased in my fabrication skills and okay. started doing that. So, you know, I had probably 
nine years in installation and sales at the retail level. Where were we at when we were In Jupiter, doing Florida. Jupiter, Florida. Yep. Okay. So moved moved to Jupiter when I was five. Are those places and, still open? Uh, no, thanks to me, they've all closed. No, seriously though, I moved on before they closed, so actually, okay. it's, it wasn't my fault. I promise. Okay. So, um, anyway, so uh, in 2000, I became uh, I, I started working for an independent uh, rep firm here in the state of Florida. PMA. PMA, Perpetual Marketing Associates, which is no longer there. That's right. Well, I have I'm, a trend. I'm There's, a trend. A trend. <laughs> There's a trend. There's a trend. I'm not trend. saying anything. Yeah. Uh, I promise I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, so, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, started off as a product. Let's end the show now before we start yeah, talking about yeah, Alpine. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, this isn't the way I was oh, expecting this gosh. to go. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. So, um, so anyway, so. Uh, what year was that? That was in 2000. So yeah. I started working with Perpetual Marketing in 2000. I was hired as a product specialist. Yep. So basically I went around to, to, to local dealers doing training, product support, technical support. Yep. Taught, taught some of them to do fabrication and stuff like that. So that was my first step into manufacturer's representative. So then I moved up into a sales position, ended up as a sales manager for the company, did that for a few years. So then in 2016, transitioned out of the industry for a couple of years. It was a good thing. Yeah, it was it was a break. You know, yeah. it was it was good. Re- recharge the batteries a little bit. Yeah. And uh, good new perspective. Yeah. So then, you know, Alpine had the opportunity. Uh, they were uh, starting these positions as brand specialist. So I was fortunate enough to to get the position, and here we are. Uh, three days into the job, I'm at CES. Next thing I know, I'm on camera. You're talking, and, uh, with Chris talk, talking with Chris Tagu. Talking with Chris Tagu. Steve Brown. Steve Brown actually made a couple of yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty good. Yeah, you know, it was funny. Um, you know the Alpine cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I met the artist who painted all those. Okay. He, he is a Disney certified artist, and Disney just had their art show, Disney whatever, at Epcot, and he was one of the guys out there because he paints Disney pictures. He's an airbrush guy, and uh, we're standing there, and Haley's like, uh, Haley's my daughter, and she's like, aren't, aren't those the Alpine cars? Because she's seen the Sinister Six. Okay. Yep. And I go, yeah. And so I said to the guy, I said, his name is Noah. I said, no, are, are you the That's guy right, that no. painted all the Alpine stuff? That's right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And of course, then he got like $150 of my money because um, he's that good. And well, he painted a cool Boba Fett picture. So I mean, and then you know some other Disney stuff that we spent a lot of money at the art show. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, that's neat. He was a really nice guy. Yeah. Like, really. Very talented. Oh, t- yeah. yeah. Talent, like, yeah. to more talent than you could ever imagine. But, anyways, so we're here today, and hopefully Alpine will still be here tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Well, as long as I have a job there, they're safe, right? <laughs> the trend is after I'm gone. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. So you left PMA before they? No, 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 PMA, no, PMA yeah, 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 Penny left themselves. Same time. Anyways, we won't, we won't go down that road. Yeah. Um, I worked there, too, for a very small period of time. Very, very small. Long before you. Uh, anyway, so, Halo 9. Yes, Alpine Halo 9. Yes. Alpine Halo 9. There is some confusion on the Halo 9, because it is the Halo 9 here, the 307. It's got mm-hmm. other model 309. numbers. F309. There's some other model numbers for overseas, which we won't get into, but I see those. And I'm like, that's just a Halo 9. So I like the fact that Alpine just like said, 
this is the Halo 9, and then you guys with the DAB tuners and all that stuff, you can put any prefix you want on it. So that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, so we refer to it as Alpine Halo 9. Okay. And it is an absolutely fantastic product. We're very excited about it. I know, so am I. I'm, I've been dying to put one in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> you know, yeah. People are like, when are you going to do it? I'm like, okay, stop. Yeah. <laughs> We've been just really busy. Yep. It's tax season. I know the feeling. Um, what made Alpine... Okay, so we all get the Restyle. So let's back up for those of you guys that aren't familiar with Restyle. Restyle in the U.S. is... What do you got? No, no, no. I just want to say hello to uh, Go ahead. John and Australia. Oh, what's up, John? How you doing, buddy? Um, uh, some good tequila clears it up. See, there I you know. go. You, you, you were saying, I got to drink some tequila. <laughs> um, so in the U.S., we do this. Alpine does this thing called Restyle. Mm-hmm. And the focal point is definitely the Jeep. Right. But we also have all the Chevy trucks, mm-hmm. big full size. Mm-hmm. We have the Fords, we have the Dodge, we have the Nissans, Toyota, and we have the Toyota. Mm-hmm. And what that does is depending on the make, model, and year of the car, it gets you at least a 9 inch, mm-hmm. um, in some cases a 10 inch, right. GM and Chevy. Right. Now, what that limited us to is every other vehicle on the road. Mm-hmm. So now we have. Alpine Halo 9. Correct. Okay. Great. We needed like an A, an H, and a 9, like cool logo. Yeah, right that. behind us all the Yeah, yeah, that would be, yeah. be really cool. So what the, what, all right, I'm not going to talk about it. Tell us what the Halo 9 brings to the table. Okay, so Halo 9 is a universal 9-inch display. Okay, it gives us Apple CarPlay, Android Auto capability, so we have all the latest technologies uh, for your cell phones. It gives us HDMI input. It gives us sound tuning capabilities. Um, so we'll so use a TuneIn app. No, no TuneIn app on this one. Really? Yeah, no TuneIn app. Hmm. I didn't no, know that. But you, but you have a parametric. EQ well, yeah, you have that, all the, the TuneIn features yeah. built yeah. into the radio. Just not tuned, no TuneIn no tune app. Okay. What the heck, man? No. <laughs> I know you weren't yeah, there. I, wasn't wasn't there. I just yeah. have to tell people. I'm the yeah. new guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, but it has everything that's in the TuneIn app in the face of the radio. Yes. So yeah. everything that like a 207 has in it, it has right. exactly. the same They're parametric. So yep. for any of you guys that don't know what the, the EQ section is in Alpine Radio, you can check out our video on the 207. Correct. Um, I mean, am I right to assume like the 309 and the 207 are, are very similar? It's a similar platform, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to see all those features, check out our review on the 207, and you can kind of get an idea of, of what it has. But let's go over them real quick just for a sh- Nine band parametric EQ. Yeah, nine band parametric EQ. Selectable crossover frequencies okay. for front, rear, and sub. For front, rear, and sub, all uh, independent. Six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four. Yep, exactly right. Six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four. Exactly right. Um, um you have oh, time geez. correction. Time, time correction, correction built in. Volume control for each channel. Yep, exactly right. Well, for each pair of channels, so you've got front, rear, and sub volume. It's not independent. Oh, you don't have independent left and right. No, I thought you did. Okay, no, it's front, rear, sub. Okay, so. You have that. You also have uh, subwoofer level control. You yep. have uh, four volt preamp outputs, and then you get into some of the uh, input capabilities. You have HDMI input. Yes. You have camera input. I know. Wait, a radio that still have tuner. HDMI input. Sat tuner. Yep. Sat tuner input capabilities. You can use it with a Maestro, uh, so you can get all your vehicle dynamics on the screen, your yep. gauges and. You know all that stuff you can get up on screen as long as you're you're uh, yeah i was gonna say for anybody that's interested in my, maestro you have to go to maestro or go to um, 
Go to idata.com and click on the green Maestro tab on the top of the page, and then you can pick if you want to replace the radio or replace the amplifier, pick and replace the radio, and see if your car is Maestro compatible. Yeah, Colorado Springs, what's up? Oh, the butter, the crossovers? I think it's Butterworth, I'm pretty sure. I'll have to double check. Butterworth filters. Yeah. We're going to go with Butterworth right now. If it's different, let me know, and I'll get back to you. We'll go with that. Um, Dade City, hey, what's going on? Yep. All right, so it comes jam-packed full of audio, and of course... Hey, that's my dad. Hey, there you go. Hey, dad. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, the, the one... Okay, so the 107... Not to, We're going to jump around a bit. I apologize. Yeah, no problem. The 107 came with the dreaded two-volt output because okay. everyone just lost their cookies when they're like, oh, my God, it has two. It's like, dude, it's for a specific customer. Yeah. And exactly. trying to get everyone around that. And it does put out exactly... Two volts. two volts. It's not like it's 1.8. No. It is two volts. No. We did a we did a uh, radio dial on it. Good. So, I'm glad you did that. Um, so we showed everyone that this is. It's actually almost like 2.2 volts. Right. Uh, and the, f the the 207 is four volts, and that's good. <coughs> this is four volt. Yes. I'll say okay, because that's that's what makes everyone happy. Yeah. So like, if, you know, if you don't give them four volts, yeah. they just go crazy. They lose it. Now the one thing about the this radio, like all the others, you guys like to put plugs on the back of your radios. One or two. One or two. One or two plugs, at least. So for all you guys that are getting those installed in, let's say you're doing, like, say, speaker level output, the RCA is plugged into the back, correct? Yes. So make sure that either you tell your installer to make sure they install them if you're not getting amps. Don't throw them away. Or, or put them back in the box. Because uh, that nothing sucks worse than two years down the road when you go to add a system in. And and you don't have a plug. No, exactly. But the, the nice thing about the, the plug-in yeah. thought process behind that, if, if you're not using those uh, preamp outputs, they take up quite a bit of room in a dash. Oh, yeah. So if you're not using them, it gives you a little more you know, ease of installation. Are they the green ones? Yes, they are the green ones. <laughs> so they're three different lengths. Yep, you know, so you can so stagger them. Yep, stagger them out. That's yeah, exactly right. That makes it nice. Why do they use green? Did you did you ever get an answer to that? No. I've, well, I've never thought to ask that question. Because I okay, so back back in the day, back 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 in the day, um, that was the that was the difference between a two volt and a four volt. All the preamps because they used to come with six channel preamp and they come with two volt high pass high two two volt front and rear and four volt sub. So the sub the front and rears were black and the right. sub was green. So I can only assume that Alpine at some point decided that green was going to be green's the color. To green means four volt. Four volt. Yeah. Either that or it means really old Stinger RCAs. <laughs> what they had laying around? <laughs> well, no, just because they they used that ugly color green. I have some in my home stereo, like eight gauge green. You know that Mike, you know, he always used the ugliest colors for Stinger cables back in the day. Okay, back to the Halo Nine. So right. it'll work in a single DIN. Yes. Tell me about that. Okay, so um, it's designed to be ISO mounted. Okay, so it's not shipped with a with a sleeve. Okay. Right? So it needs to be screwed into the it brackets. It needs to be screwed into the brackets, and that's for stability because of the weight of the screen. So if you've if you've touched yeah. or seen a Halo Nine, yes, Alpine Halo Nine, the the screen is very high quality. It's very a lot of metal. Th yeah, it's 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 a real screen. So it's not like somebody can go in and right kill so, the screen. Right. Exactly. It's not gonna break. No. So the way that it works. So you have you have the chassis. It's a single DIN chassis that mounts into the. Do you want me to bring one in here? Uh, you're worried. No, I have one right here. Well, while we're yep. bringing one in here, 
I'll keep explaining. So we yeah, have yeah, a singled-in yeah. chassis, okay. and there are adjustments for the screen mount in and out. Okay, so depending okay. on the type of dash that you have, there you go. So that front piece can, it has two positions. So it can be in or out. The back of the screen there slides on and locks in with screws, right? So there's adjustments on the side of the screen. You see the screws there. You take them out of each side, and then there's positions of adjustment up so and down. You kind of ratchet this like a TV mounted on a wall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, yeah. yeah. so you so take like your screws gonna... out, you mount it where you, you, you find your position that you need up and down, and you just lock it in. There's screws on the side for tilt, so there's multiple tilt angles that you can choose. And then same thing in and out on the chassis itself. And then you put it all together. Was like a, is that like a hundred pin connector in it's there? It's a pretty, pretty, pretty big connector. Yeah, so yep. there's a big connector in there, and of course yep. there's there is a ribbon cable, yep. but it's not like it's gonna move. So. No. Yeah. Once it, once it's yeah. in. Yeah. It once it's move. mounted, it's it's mounted. And it'll tilt any any direction. Yeah. Does it, any is there direction. Any? So, so how much? Twenty to forty-five. Twenty to forty-five. Yep. And then the so, other thing you need to make sure of is, and that's gonna dictate on the chassis where you have the position in or out. Does this come out? Yeah. yeah. So, so this so, comes out too? Well that's already in the Oh yeah, position. yeah, there's screws right so here. So you take the screws yeah. out and then it'll okay. fit. Yeah. So you can you can have it closer into the yeah. dash. Okay. So depending on the dash, the angle of the dash and the angle of the that the, you need the screen is gonna dictate A your in and out position and your tilt position. And of course all this will be in the video when we actually get time to make it. All right, there you go. <laughs> And Andrew, then, I'm sorry, and, uh, Andrew said the, uh, the Halo 9 works in the 2011 Yukon Denali. 2011 Denali, that's that dash right there, right? Yes. No, uh, yeah, right? Something like yeah, that, yeah. yes. Yeah, it'll work, no problem. So you use a, a standard kit okay. uh, and harness. So you can go, if you, if to get the kit, we always recommend go to pack-audio.com, check out your car, they should have a, a dash kit there. Most of those dash kits are going to come single or double din. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you select the one for a single din so it'll have a pocket below it. Correct. Because so you can do that, or, or, or if you do a double din with a universal pocket, it gives you a little more adjustability okay. on where, you know, because you can mount the chassis up high or down low. Okay, so okay. there you go. So it gives you a little you more guys, adjustability. And then you'd the, have to put some form of a blocker in there. Or use the pocket and put it on top. Use the pocket. Yeah. 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 So that's that's the way that would go. So so essentially, um, yeah, it, 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 it works in a wide range of vehicles. The thing you want to make sure of is when you go out to the car, you know, make sure there's real estate around where the screen would go. It's not gonna know. block the air conditioners yeah. probably yeah. like old school flip outs. Yeah. So yeah. you wanna you wanna look at that, but it fits in a wide range of vehicles. Okay. So another question they say, um, oh, look at, and of course that's what they Oh, they that's too cool. I thought it was a mouse pad. I was excited. Wireless CarPlay. Yes. It has wireless CarPlay. It does not have wireless CarPlay. Okay. Currently, the only unit on the market, period, that has wireless CarPlay is the ILX 107. That's exactly correct. And that and they going to come out with, with like, a update or something? Uh, well, wireless CarPlay is a is not a software it's update. It's a, it's a hardware update. So okay. there won't be an update cool. for wireless CarPlay for that. Well, for you'd have to have Wi-Fi okay. built into the radio. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have Wi-Fi no. built into it. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So at this point, it's it's a wired CarPlay. So. Okay. Which means you got to keep those battery charged in. Anyway. That's right. So yeah, let's not right. get too excited. Although this will work. Uh, thirty-five feet. Yes. Huh? Really? Thirty-five feet. Yeah. We had. Yeah. We shot that video too because someone goes, "How far can you be away?" And I was like, 
Why would you do well, that? If you have and a was, bus, I guess. Well, no, no, uh, your car's parked out at the, uh, you know, you have your Jeep and you're chilling oh, out right. on the, yeah. you know, doing your thing, and you know, you want to be able to change songs. You can get 35 feet with Wiley's CarPlay. There you go. It was pretty cool. Yeah, we never thought of it either. And the yep. guy was like, "I'm going to be doing this." And we're like, "You need to know how far it is away." There so you go. we'll Good check it out. Enough. Good thing. Um. So, what? Okay, I, this is going to be a strange question. Yeah. We may not have something into this. What made them do this? What made them I mean, come yeah, up with Alpine I mean, Halo 9? Yeah, I mean, because okay. let's be honest. Al- Alpine, all right. And when you think of Alpine, you think of Alpine as the kid that shows up to school that is got his jeans on, his shoes tied, his button-up shirt, wearing the backpack, ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his, his stuff is together. And then, you know, I get the restyle. The restyle is Alpine kind of venturing out of the box but in reality they're still doing the alpine thing it's like we're still trying to make the cleanest most organized product and then you have a halo 9 which is like to say that other brand uh uh acoustic that's powerful had something similar to this and everyone thought it was neat i want to jump in and say jump in right so i'm familiar with the other product you're talking about the difference is is that uh, I don't. I don't think that the build. Is oh no no no! Here. I get the build quality. Right. I, I, I'm so with then you. Then the other thing was, I think they were a little ahead of their time. You go to a Honda dealership or a Mercedes dealership, right? You know, you're going to see more oh, floating, floating displays, right? Well, dude, I was just watching the new uh, Navigator commercial with uh, you know the guys right. sitting there pinching and zooming as he's cruising across on a boat through the Arctic or wherever the hell he's at, Alaska, and yeah, it's a big floating nine-inch touchpad in the dash. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is why. What made Alpine do it? That I, my, opi- my opinion would be in the brief period of time I've, I've represented the product. Yeah. Is that there's a lot of demand for applications right. that they don't make restyle. Right. And yes. the, the creation of restyle, from what I was told, was that people, the, the research that they did, people want a bigger display. Yes. So that was the creation of restyle. And now as you evolve through the larger displays well now we have to re- the tooling is very expensive from what right. i'm told right yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you got to keep up with the latest cars because oh, yeah. those are the guys that are the earlier adapters right now we have a universal piece and it just goes hand in hand that's right you're going to stick with his answer i like it <laughs> <laughs> save my voice that's good, that's good. good job uh, yeah. Try uh, also no dvd included right correct but you can add our uh external dvd there you go and it has hdmi input so you can control it from the display or use a remote. remote. <coughs> Sorry. Um, does it, okay, so does it interface with the overhead? No, it doesn't have HDMI out. No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if you use. So it doesn't interface, uh, you know, okay, so for like a 207, mm-hmm. a 207 you can pair up with the overhead and do all controls through. For those of you guys don't know, that Alpine does make an overhead a 10 point. 10.2. 10. 10. 10. 10.2 inch yeah. with DVD. Best picture quality. Yeah, it's is, is insane. Yeah. Um, if you pair that up with like a 207, you can control the 207 and the overhead from right. each other. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a data wire connection that, yeah. that allows it. It basically makes it a, a, a remote control. Yeah. Does, does, the, does the Halo have any of that capability? That's a good question. I haven't done that installation yet, so I'll have to look into that. Uh, so we'll have to do that. All right. Yeah. Oh, That's gosh. actually easy enough to look into. Yeah. I can okay. find out right now. Okay. Let me look at a harness. Oh, yeah. That's true. 
Because it'll have the the, uh, the data so, plug. John. Yes. Do you know uh, how wide is the screen from side, side to side? side? Let's check it out. Do you have it? Uh, I, well, yeah, I just had it. It's up there. Where the hell did I put it? Uh, I think you you put it I'll back. Just grab this. Oh no, yeah. I put it right here. All right, hold on. We get a tape measure. So we're gonna find out. There was also a question. Somebody said what amplifier to use on their four speakers and. Um, yeah. I just wanted to know what what series speakers because it's relative to efficiency. Yeah, it's an Alpine. Uh, That's the exact same thing. Okay. Four Alpine door speakers looking yeah. to smallish show go power pack. All right, so if we go from oh, corner to corner, it's ten and a half inches. If we go across the top here, it's uh, nine and an eighth, and then it is if you go in the center where it's kind of six inches so figure about nine and an eighth <laughs> by six inches so having a hard time with his harnesses <laughs> no you no control for the, uh, that's why our dvd player comes with the wireless what that is. oh okay no problem all right oh people what did i miss all right so that's a good question let's bring you guys up to date james how's it going buddy so for those of you guys just tuning in, we have yep. Eric Brooks here from Alpine. Yep. He is a trainer, he is a product specialist, and he is here to talk to us about Alpine. We've been talking about the Halo 9, we've been getting a little backstory on Eric. Uh, it seems we've actually worked at the same place at one point at different times. We have John here from Dynamic Sales, who is the Alpine rep, so one led the other one here. Of course, you know Fernando, and I'm still Dean. All right, so let's talk about something else. Okay. Um, oh, and to answer the question, the 308 or 309 doesn't do the overhead controls, right. but you can still add on the DVD uh, player DVD if you want. Right. But okay. it has HDMI input, which well, just plug your phone into it. You can do that. And right. at the end of the day, that's all we want. We as long as, see as, long you as your park Apple, I, uh, Apple TV in, into it as well. Or just plug your iPhone into it and skip all the unnecessary heartache of an Apple TV. I mean, let's be a honest. A lot of wires. A lot uh, of wires. One cable magically done. You wouldn't need, like, a Wi-Fi spot. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll just no. plug my phone in. That's it. Slow it down, Chuck. <laughs> um, David, David, yeah. say, what about Waze? Waze app. A lot so, of people so, ask yeah, for Waze so app. On the, on the Apple CarPlay, Apple CarPlay only works with authorized Apple apps. Correct. Okay, so Waze is not an authorized, authorized Apple app. So that's why when you use CarPlay, the Waze app does not come through on those apps. So I, I think what he's, I, I know where he's going with this, is that um, both, uh, both your competitors right now have deals with the third-party vendor, which is allowing them to do, sort of do, we'll say sort of, yes. do Waze through the USB. And I'll show that to you later if you ever want to see it. Um, and I say sort of because it's been just riddled with problems. And mm -hmm. I know, and you know, because you work for them, but anything that is going to be glitchy is yeah. not going to be Alpine. That's right. Correct. So right. the really the easiest way to display Waze on the screen would be through the HDMI input. Right. And then mirror your phone. Mirror your phone and do it that way. There you go. So he just said just mirror your phone. It's not like a mirror link that you can control right. your phone. And, and, the and mirroring your phone... Just so I can put this out there. Correct. Your phone. Like, that's what we're doing right and that's now. That's what we do it. on HDMI while you're parked. So it's it's HDMI. Okay, mirror link is not okay. Mirroring your phone. Okay, the term mirror link is an Android term 
that was a technology that doesn't exist anymore. It was on the right. G3 and a couple back back then. We're on the G9 or the 9 now, so it was six generations of phones ago. That was compatible with radios. That's not to say Miralink doesn't exist. It turned into Mircast, and then right. now Samsung has just pulled out of all of it, and everything is done over USB-C through an HDMI converter. Right. Back to what Miralink was originally. They're not calling it Miralink. So I think that, iPhone refers to it as just screen mirror. They just call it's it screen, screen, yeah. screen Mir- sharing yeah, or screen something sharing. like that. But yeah. it, yeah, Miralink is just this word that it's just... It's yeah. Just, Okay, so also Andrew, Andrew say when you install in the radio, uh, the bracket you can you can see the bracket. No, so the way that it, it mounts basically flush with whatever kit you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the screen mounts to the to the chassis, and then there are panels that go over all of the bracketry, all the screws okay. and all that. It covers it up so it's a nice fit and finish. How do those, they snap on? They just they snap right on. Okay. Just <laughs> right on. With the little wingies on the amplifiers. Yep. Yay. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, well, it's those. Yeah. Um, Somebody say about uh, 3K amps. 3,000 amps? Alpine new 3K amps. No, Alpine has the new, Alpine does have two new amplifiers. Three. Type X. Three. Three introduction. Yeah. Type okay, X. okay, well, let's not talk about. Okay, the Type X. I'm brand new. Brand. Oh, yeah, I said those. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the little amps. Yes. Oh, the, the rugged. Tough, tough power packs. Let's talk yes. about the tough power, tough power packs. packs. Yeah, very um, cool. They're not 3K, but they're pretty cool. They're very cool. So the Brick amp, the 455U, is uh, in the 455A. We talk about a ton. Um, yeah, they're great. Because they're great little amps. I personally like the U because yeah. uh, it has the high pass filters, yep. uh, which is a bonus. Um, what? You okay? No, I'm just I'm listening. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and we actually just did a video with one in a Jeep on an older Alpine not too long ago, which was cool. Yeah. Um, now we have the Ruggeds. Talk a little bit about the Ruggeds. Okay, so they, they implement a really cool technology called DPP, Dynamic Pulse Power. Okay. okay so for an instant, it will actually give Are you... Are they down with OPP? I, I don't know anything about it. I'm, I'm talking about DPP. DPP. So, Get it so, right, people. So sorry, DPP, sorry. Okay. Um, so anyway, so what it does is it, it delivers instantaneously double the power rating of the amplifier. So okay. we have a 75 watt by four. Okay. And a 300 watt by one. So for an instant, it'll give yeah. you 150 by four and 600 by one instant power output. All right. So dynamic pulse power. So we heard that system in the Jeep that was at CES. Right. Uh, with the, it's called the PSS uh, 22WRA, yep. and absolutely sounds fantastic. It has a submergible, uh, waterproof 10 inch that goes under the passenger seat. Yes. And it has all weatherized speakers with every adapter you'll need to fit in any JK Jeep. Okay. And and also the tough power packs, which come with a bracket that fit under the, uh, in the uh, factory location for the amplifiers. Under All the right. dash. Oh, under okay. the dash. Yeah. So that's well, you can for buy the, them a la carte. And you right? can buy them a la carte. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's so they'll be here summertime. Now, summer. are those, those have any kind of waterproofing, water yeah, IP, so they, whatever so, rating, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, IP, IPX67, so they are they are water resistant. Water resistant, not documented bucket of water, right. but they will take some moisture. Yes. So that'll be nice. Now the plugs are called waterproof, but the amps are IPX67. So they can, do they conform or coat the boards? Do we know? I haven't seen inside one, so I don't know. Okay. okay. Well, they're pretty good. They're pretty darn good. Yeah. 
Okay, and they're and they're a little bit bigger than the bricks. just a little bit li- little just a little, and a little bit, bit more rugged looking. Yes. Yeah, they definitely yeah. up the heat. Yeah, they size they are not break. something you'd be ashamed to show off. Yeah, yeah, they're, they look pretty nice. They're they're good looking amps. All right, and then of course the other amps you were referring to was the new X type amplifiers. X series. X series. Yeah, I, I, X I know. Series. I'm, I'm still working my round. So we're in transition. Yeah, we're in transition X from and Type R and Type S to X series and R series yeah. and S series. Yeah. Yeah, which is I'm never gonna get right, and I'm sure everyone will correct me on that. That's not. That's that's. It's not a type anymore. It's a series. I'm like, oh my bad. Um. So, the PDR V9 or PDX V9. Okay, the V9. Right, PDX, okay. PDX, yeah. PDX V9 five channel yeah. is, I feel probably the pinnacle of Alpine amplifier success as far as next to F number one status, absolutely. Yeah, it, it is the number one selling five channel amp that, that we carry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, people come in and ask for it. We've 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 highlighted it more times than I can imagine on other shows. But you guys went in a different direction with the new stuff. Not now we're not getting rid of the yeah. old stuff, no. but it is a little bit different. It is a little different. There is some shared technologies within the two, uh, but you know, um, the the PDX V9 stays in the line. Yes. Okay. So new price point, hitting new price points with the with the X series amplifiers, which is always good, and and town, uh, tuning uh, specifically for our X series speakers. So when you look at power ratings of our speakers and subwoofers. They match the power ratings of the amplifiers. I, I didn't notice that. So, are so they high now, res? What's that? Are the amps high res? Uh, they are high res. However, the PDX V9. If you're looking for the That's, ultimate in sound yeah, quality, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the PDX V9. Well, yeah, we we've talked about how the high res is is a certification that, yeah. that the Japanese companies pay yeah. dearly to have on yeah. their products. So you, yeah. And the X type are high res, and your radios. Is, are the radios now high res? Do they have the the sticker on them? Do we know? No. All right. No. no. Okay. I have to check the box. Um, but the, the amps are. Mm-hmm. They have the high res, which is just there again. It's it's like saying uh, it's like saying something Dolby Pro Logic or yeah. Dolby Digital. They'll perform. Uh, We're gonna get to that. Probably not. I don't know anyone who makes a high res processor. Yeah, I don't, yeah. No, not high res. But um, yeah, put it this way, it's gonna perform at, at at a far greater frequency range than I can hear. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what high-res does. So, yeah. um, now, when I was looking at the, the PDX series compared to the new series, it looked like the two smaller, older PDX, or basically the new PDX amplifiers, basically roll into those positions perfectly. Yeah. Like, they're, they're better price points, and they're the same power. Right, correct. And then they added a, another 5-channel right. below the V9. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, so... Okay, that was confusing, and I apologize. Um, <laughs> That's why we rehearse yeah. a little bit before we. Well, do no, we don't rehearse. Yeah, right? yeah, DP jokes. Um, <laughs> are the instructions better than the X? Oh gosh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't want to hurt you on that one. That was before you got there. The what instructions for these? The, oh. the install guides for those that look like they were drawn by uh, Nakasumi. Sat there with, oh, I'm gonna draw your instructions, and that was very bad. But. Um, no, I had a guy. Actually, we just sold one of these last week to a customer, and uh, and he was putting it in, and, and he was like, "Dude, he's sending me snapshots of the instructions, going, what is this? What?" Are <laughs> and I'm going, "Oh yeah, how long has it been since I put one of these in? I had to yeah, think about it." And I'm going, yeah. "All right, yeah, just okay. No, all right. Here, here's what you need I've to do. I've installed a few of those in my day. So, yeah, yeah. 
Um, now, my personal thing that I'm most excited about, other than the, the big radio that I'm going to put on my dash, is the DSP. Okay. Um, Alpine has been making this for two years overseas, and they finally are bringing it to us because right now, like we talk about on the show all the time, this is the time of the DSP. Uh, everyone is getting into DSP. Everyone has DSP. Um, everybody. I mean, it, it's ridiculous how it's like that. Because the radio market we get is where it's at, and you guys are struggling or pushing. I wouldn't say struggling is a bad word, but you guys are pushing as hard as you can to keep putting these things in the dash. Mm -hmm. We're getting to the point where that's becoming harder and harder in right. some vehicles, and it's just impossible in others. Mm -hmm. So Alpine has decided to bring their cool DSP over here to the U.S. Yep. Tell me about it because it's different than everybody else's DSP. It's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. It's a pretty cool piece. I've actually been playing with one uh, for a little while now. Okay. Um, so you know, still hopefully getting... writing a good instruction manual. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the instruction Cause, manual cause, I had was in Chinese. Well, so which I, would be better than everyone's because no one decides. No one gives you instruction manuals with DSPs. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever used yeah. anyone else's, so, but no one gives you an instruction manual. Yeah. So we we have an instruction manual with it. Um, so nice. so it's pretty. You know, it'll it'll, it'll give you some so. some tutorial on, on basic the, tuning. Yep. Basic tuning. Basic tuning. Because that's you know that not not to, to deviate a little bit, but I'm going to because it's what I do. Um, that's the biggest complaint everyone has about DSP, whether it's the audio control, whether it's the bit, whether it's you know insert brand X Y Z, um, uh, the 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 new um, DSR one from Rockford slash IData. It's like everyone always at. Can you do a video just showing us basic EQ settings? You know, it's like. What is 20 hertz? What is 20,000 hertz? What are all these numbers in between? Yeah. You know, do I just do the flying V and pray? Um, yeah. And, and no one, it's like no manufacturer wants to, to talk about this or even promote their products. Like, hey, look, ours has an instruction manual and we'll talk to you about basic sound theory. Yeah. So hopefully yours has a little. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a challenge because you have to, you know, a lot of times we really need to leave the setup of these products yeah to the professional that way there's not damage done to speakers well, or, yeah you know, I, I get else. that but so you know you know we if i don't know if you've been watching where people are checking in from but they're I checking in from wife? that would be my wife <laughs> i'm assuming i'm like okay but <laughs> sure does what nobody's talking about right? um, <laughs> she didn't see me a minute ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no and i'm with you 100 percent on leaving it to the professionals but you know we're here in florida so we're we're in a unique market in that you can pretty much spit in any direction and find a car stereo shop yeah. you know you get out in the middle of the world here or in the middle of the u.s and it's like you know a lot of the guys we talk to are like dude there's not a car stereo shop for miles in mile like more miles than I'm willing to drive right and even when you get there they don't know anything and it's right. like I feel that um, you know even even kickers in, in Oklahoma for God's sakes I mean they're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> you know and I just feel like they're those uh, yes we all want the professional guidance to install it and and we were having this conversation with, with the previous guest, uh, Jeff Smith, we were talking about uh, Phoenix Gold's DSP. And and it's like, yeah, not every place knows how to, to do it. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, or I went to- the tools. Or, or has the tools. I went to the audio control training, as we'll call it. And uh, I was I'm the only sorry. guy with an RTA. Mr. Ruiz, he, he just said right there, um, 
a lot of places they are afraid to do a DSP because they they don't know how to do it, right. but they're afraid to and the even, software. Yeah, and even so, when you yeah. go to the training, there's just half-time trainers it's, on It's an investment for mm -hmm. the installer or the person doing the DSP system. You know, they have to, to yeah. have tools to be able to do it correctly. Right. You know, which most times consumers, you know, they won't have those at right. their, at their uh, disposal. And like I was, what I was getting is that at the audio control training, I was the only guy with an RCA. Really? There's six dealers there, and when Chris Bennett said, how many guys have RTAs? And I'm in the front row doing this, and at the halftime, he goes, hey, do you know you're the only guy that raised your hand for that? And I was well, like, you should don't you have like six this. RTAs that you could have shared with these yeah. guys? Because I think yes. you do. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I have one, two. Yeah, another one right here. Three. Yes, yeah. yes, we do. Shush. <laughs> it's his yeah. fault, not mine. He just likes spending my money. Okay, back to the DSP. Sorry. Reeling it back in. Yeah, okay. So let's talk about DSP. Yours is cool. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah, it's cool. So I'll try to remember all the features. It has a lot of them. So um, just circle the basic ones. Okay. Well, there are a lot of basic ones. Why would you too. open up your phone and you can. Yeah, I could open up my phone and look at the app, right? So um, what it. Wrong phone. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, color, the color of the skin is right. Yes, it's a pink shirt. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> All right. So, so basically, what this what this product gives us it, it gives us um, six high level inputs. Okay. Okay. Summable or yes. So we use a matrix summing. So okay. I'll talk a little bit about that. that yes. That okay. takes that takes some you know getting your mind around. Okay. So it has uh, uh, six high level inputs, six low level inputs, um, twelve line level outputs, and eight powered. High level outputs, so eight by twenty-five. That's yeah, that's what I was getting at. So yeah, so it has an amplifier, it has an amplifier built, in. built into yep. it. Okay. So eight by twenty-five. Correct. And then how many RC outputs? How many? Twelve. Twelve RC outputs. Yep. Fully assignable. Fully assignable. Fully assignable. Whatever they want to be. That whatever you, you click want on to be. So that means that there's a cool app. There's a very cool app. Uh, so so um, the folks at home won't be able to see it probably, but um, so I'll walk it over to. So the app. Wow, you run that thing naked? Yeah. Well, I've got a little screen cover. It's now under the dash and doing the stuff. Yeah, I, I don't install anything. <laughs> well, actually, wow. I do have dirty hands, so I do install some. So, okay. Holy crap. So All right. this is. Uh, here, let's go. Yeah, to yeah, the, you, let's you go to the first screen that. first here. All right. Show so me the screen. Let me let me show you the right screen. So we're going to go to our output screen. All right. So if you look at the output screen here. You can take. Now this is an iPhone. This is an iPhone. So is the gonna, app downloadable yet, or do you have yeah, a beta copy? Yeah. Uh, actually, that's a good question. I think I have a beta copy. On okay. So what we can do is I'll touch on the on the channel that we're currently looking at. So you can take and select any of these any of these uh, buttons. Buttons. Boxes. Yeah. To to call each channel what you would have it be. Holy right? crap! Okay. So we can do that. So for example, this is a left subwoofer. Okay. Yep. You can see our crossover set at uh, no high pass filter. We have a 24 dB per octave slope, and it cuts so off can, at 75 hertz. You could use that as a subsonic. Yeah, you could. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So if we go in and we want to adjust our. Oh yeah. So we got 12, 18, 24, 30, 36, 42, or 48 yeah. dB per octave slope. That's wow. exactly right. And it's, it's selectable per channel. Okay. Okay. You can also select what type of crossover you want to use. So there you go, you have your links, your best, your best, best, or, best or, 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 or,
you can do that. So, and that's all per channel. Okay. Okay. And then it has time correction on the same. Absolutely. So it has time correction. So I don't know if you can see that there. Yeah, yeah. So we can select it. Uh, we can set it up using milliseconds, centimeters, or for us that just have a plain old tape plain measure. Old tape measure. And uh, in inches. Okay. So it's easy to set up time correction on and this. You shouldn't come back. You've got to show that matrix. Yeah. So okay. matrix. Matrix. matrix so okay. All right. Matrix summing. So this is going to be kind of we'll a challenge. We'll graze so, over it. All right. So as so these are your channels of output, right? Okay. So we, yep. we select what channel of output we want to use. Okay. All right, so let's say, for example, we're going to channel three. Right. And that's a coaxial speaker. Okay. So let's say our these are our inputs. Okay? okay. So let's say we have a tweeter here and a, and a mid-range here and a woofer on this input. So what we can do is we can take, if we wanted to run channel three full range, right? we would take and do 33%, 33%. 33%. Okay. Okay. So you're getting 33% of your tweeter input so going out to it. Okay. 33% of your mid-range output going to it and 33% of your woofer output going to it. Okay. So or 50-50 right. or 30-70 or no, whatever no, no. you want to do. I, I totally get it. So and that's on every channel. So that's it on has every channel. six channel input level control. Right. So all right, that, that's actually not that hard to wrap your head around. Um that's nice that it's on every channel, mm -hmm. so that you can use any channel. Now, can you assign the outputs to specific points? Yep. So, like, so, if I, so, so what we did on the first page was right. assign our outputs. So can we assign our inputs? What I so, mean. So, for example, yeah, if, you, I'm, if I'm hooking, let's say I have a car and there's a tweeter, there's a mid bass, and there's a subwoofer, mm -hmm. I want to sub those in, sum those in to make a left and right perfect, like you're talking, mm -hmm. 30, 30, sure. 30. Mm -hmm. um, pardon me. I can tell those three, those six inputs, just where they need to go yeah, and not. Exactly right. Oh, well, exactly. Good. So what you do is you find channel one of right. your output, and you tell it what information you want to send to it. Okay. Channel two of your output, what information you want to send it, oh. and so on and so forth. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be cool as hell. So yeah. I'm excited. It's, it's pretty yeah. neat. That is pretty cool. That's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, so why the power in it? So the power in it. So let's say we want to run Riffle. Okay. Or we want to power factory speakers. Okay. Or, you know, with with a uh, you know whatever. Whatever. Flex you you want to do tweeters. Expanded flexibility. Let's see, you send yeah. a channel. You don't have to yeah. use it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know. Power back. Yeah. You want to send a channel. channel. You want to just power a set of tweeters. Like so, I've seen system diagrams where it's running a uh, a five channel amplifier. It's running active uh, the front front channels of the amp to uh, X-series uh, mid-range, right. and then two channels of the high-power input to the tweeters, right. 25 watts per channel. Can you do any bridging? That's a good question. I haven't, no, I don't believe so. I, I, I believe didn't so. think so either, no, but I, don't I just so. I figured I'd ask, because yeah. I know someone's going to ask me. My answer is no. To add load resistors on yeah. certain applications as well. Well, yeah, I mean, installation aside, I mean, you're always yeah. going to have the... Um, you know, like on, on a new Jeep, you know, you need a higher load resistance than you need on a older Jeep if you're yep. going to do that. And that's a whole nother headache. We won't go down. Um, go ahead. Okay. So Andy, Andy Costa say, and why would the general customer need that? Some cars come with 10 speaker system and get replaced by four and six regular speakers and a sub. Right. Or two. Okay. So why would we need that? Why would we need the power? The yeah, the DSP. Oh, the DSP. Well, the DSP is going to actually do even more for you. So, a 
Um, when you That's add, when you add aftermarket product yeah. to a car, and you know, uh, factories. If if the factory system had enough forethought into it, a lot of these are EQ'd. Yeah. Know, to the speakers that are in the vehicle Correct. and whatnot. So when you add different speakers, that EQ is going to change. Correct. Okay. So you'd want a new DSP to be able to EQ the car. Correct. To tailor it to the sound that you Exactly want. right. Right. So I mean, yeah. I mean, okay. So, totally. Depending on the install you're doing, there's 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 multiple ways you can do the install. So if you're doing an install, let's say let's say it's a premium sound system, they've like in a Toyota or a Lexus where they've already added in time correction, mm -hmm. and they have an all-pass filter, so you can't really do much. Hello, summing, Bill. And you need to. Hey, hey Bill, Bill, what's going on? Here? And you need to do you need independent channels because you're not going to bring your tweeter and your mid-range and sum together mm -hmm. because then you're going to get uh, hollow points or mm -hmm. nodes that mm -hmm. it's just yep. going to go crazy. So but you want to EQ your tweeter because, or, or you want to EQ the mid-range because you're going to pull out that generic paper cone crappy magnet speaker and you're going to be putting in an X-type or you're going to be putting in an S-type or you're going to be putting in an R-type or whatever <coughs> brand insert name here. It's not going to perform the same way that that exactly other factory right. speaker did. And you don't want to use their EQ setting. Right. Correct. So by having how many channels? So 12 channels. Of equalization. Well, and... Did, do you know how many bands of equalization per channel? I'm guessing 32. 31. Okay, really 31. Close. 31. And they're not limited by widths a range, on your, a range on your points. So it's a, uh, it's a um, fully parametric. Fully parametric. Fully parametric. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can select yeah. Well, just like the nine bands that are in the radio. So you can. Yeah, but they're, they, they're you can only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 So these, so you can pick two limited. frequencies right next to each other. Wow. And, and I'm down with that, but I also really, okay. The Not one that you would ever need to do that. Oh, Jesus. No, but the one nice, okay, so the one nice thing about the DSR-1, which is the Rockford, you know, uh, iData combination piece. I don't know if you've, you've seen it at all. Just check out our video on it. It's really cool. Um, we have two. Um, it has the 31-band or 32-band EQ with parametric and, and, you know, go crazy on every channel. But then they also have a basic mode, which is a seven-band EQ. Okay. Okay. And you can actually use both. You can you can go in and you can, as an installer, I could sit there with an RTA for six hours and set up every channel individually. Or as a consumer, I could just select basic and go in and just adjust seven bands of equalization to make it sound better. Mm -hmm. The idea behind it, I'm assuming, is that it, it approaches it from all levels of installation. Right. And Sometimes. our head units do the same. Yes. Oh, the head oh, totally. Yeah. So, and yes. that's so you have nine bare parametric and that's EQ. Yes. And right. then you have bass treble. Yeah. And and which is the 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 uh, the one oh seven in my opinion is what exemplifies that because or is the exact representation of if you want a basic consumer product or do you want to go crazy because on one oh seven it just has presets right. it just has That's bass and treble right. yeah and then you pair it up to your phone to, and there's not even crossovers I mean they're not even there but then if you pair it up to your phone and do tune it all that stuff is there mm -hmm. and that's great because not everybody wants to go crazy what I'm getting at is put a, a basic button in the DSP right <laughs> well, we, and then we have memory two. settings on yeah. the DSP so, so, yeah well, of course so there's preset so. Memory, memory, preset memories how many six that are loaded into the 
to the DSP itself. Okay. okay. Okay, and they're customizable so you can rename them. Okay. So what's really cool about the setup for an installing standpoint, so if you're doing multiple DSP systems in a car. Yes. Okay. A lot of times when I would do a sound system in installation or sales at the retail level, I had a few go-to systems that I would go to. Right. Right. So I knew if I yeah. was going to use this speaker, I was typically oh, going to use this amp Correct. or this uh, yeah. this head unit. Oh, we, we train Paul the same way. So, so um, what you can do with that? Got to get in that rotation. In, in the app, in the app, there's actually a, a save drop feature? down. Yeah, there's a save feature, so you can save, and then so let's see here. So I'm going to hit, and these are just a few that I've saved in. Okay. Yeah. So what's cool is they're on the phone. Yes. Okay. So that I can go, and when I Bluetooth pair this phone in a car that I just did, right. I can load a basic EQ or a basic crossover setting in all my channel setup okay. into the car. All right. Which is save like it in when the car. we pre-tune an amplifier. Yeah, save it in the car, right? Okay. It's still on my phone. I go into another car, load it. So that brings up the next question. You're pairing it over Bluetooth. Mm -hmm. um, real time. Real time, paired over Bluetooth. Yep. I only bring this up because everyone wants to know because most people don't understand Bluetooth, everyone just assumes Bluetooth is for audio, and they forget that it's also for keyboards, it's also for mice, yep. it's, it's for everything. Your Bluetooth is for communication only, it's not for pairing to stream music over. You can also stream music on it. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. You can also stream music. So you can stream music over it. Yeah, it looks at you know Bluetooth, Bluetooth as is? a source. It looks at Bluetooth as a source for audio. So you they show can... how you would set that. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. I mean, as long as it'll do it. Yeah, it'll do we're, it. we're good. That, yeah, that's the question it. they're going to ask: is that Correct. can can I do Bluetooth? If it has audio. Bluetooth, I can do Bluetooth it audio. It has optical yep. in too. Yeah, it has optical in and coax. And just regular a regular auxiliary input, I'm assuming. Yeah. So each of the preamp inputs are looked at as a auxiliary input. So oh, okay. Well, there you go. So you can use that as auxiliary. What input. about a master volume control? Yeah. So there's a uh, a display that comes with it. Okay. Okay. Uh, with a flush mount uh, okay. application. Sweet. Um, has volume control. You can right. change your presets. You can mute the system and uh, let's see and change your um so your inputs. Level? No. No. Not on this generation. <laughs> well because hopefully the, the amplifier comes yeah. Yeah, right. I know, but yeah. Yeah. so we make this cool product on a RUX knob. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, we don't. We don't. Point two. Yeah, point two. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say. So, so that way you don't have to go through. I actually have one of those on my home receiver. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I need to update it because the cables are dry rotted. So, but um, adjustable Q factor. Uh, yes, it has adjustable Q factor. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, updates. Optics. Optics. Is a fiber optic input. Yes. Yes. The question. Okay. I'm gonna ask the question because I get this asked all the time. It has fiber optic input. Yeah, don't ask me any questions. Okay. <laughs> I know where you're going. I don't well, hang on, hang on. I want to hear it. So the question is, is and everyone asks, it's not Alpine specific. It's just the last night, and we get it asked every week, is what radio has a fiber optic output? How about if we went with the uh, Ampro 4 over there has fiber optic output? I understand that, but if you can replace your radio, I want to put in a radio in it. I want to go for my have, radio. Have we all accepted that that radio is eventually not going to be? We've all accepted that. Yeah. We're okay. cool with that. I'm fine with that. But the the question is, is what radio has a fiber optic output? output. You know, and Nobody's Alpine had it. Kenwood yeah. had it. Pioneer. It's not developing. They've already had it. They had it on the radios two years ago, three years ago, and it's gone. 
Uh, Kenwood had it on their radios. I have one sitting over there now that has it. That's like eight years old. It's been there. You know it's been there. It's gone now. But everything now, especially with high res audio, accepts it. It well, yeah, it, but it's gone. It's like HDMI. You guys still have HDMI. Yeah. You're the last. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is like, mm-hmm. it's like even Kenwood comes out with a brand new awesome high res screen that's 720 by 1280. That's gonna be <gasps> the benchmark for the new screen. It doesn't have HDMI input. Hmm. Really? What were you thinking? Give me that. But you guys have it, so we're good there. There we go. We don't have to have it's that conversation. Right. Fantastic. I'm glad. <laughs> right. I know, right? <laughs> go ahead. Donna say, I have a 2015 Camry with JBL. Can I use the DSP with a LC7i? So you'd use an Amp Pro. The amp, what year is it? 2015? Mm-hmm. All right, so go to pack-audio.com, type in your car, make, model, and year, and I believe the new Amp Pro for Toyota, it's like a TY12, yes. is available for that car. That car is going to gonna give you six-channel preamp output. Then you can plug any DSP, Alpine, into optical, it. Correct. And you wouldn't even need the extra amplifier because no. you, got, you can do optical output, correct. Yeah. You can buy the optical port for your Amp Pro, and... Yeah, and you can use the 8x25 built into yeah, it. So you really, yeah. you know, you might want to get a little bit bigger amplifier just maybe for the fronts and the sub. So you could do like a uh, like a, the new PDX 4-channel and do 3-channel mode yep. on it. Yep. So you put uh, left and right and then sub and then use that to power up the rears, the factory center if you want to retain that. Yep. Uh, or you could go active on all fronts, rear, and just add a small amp for sub. Man, you got it together. Good job. I, I, I like it. You must do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, Yudada's actually taking, um, he say, uh, he tell you everything that you know. Oh, my dad said yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's taking uh, you a small car stereo? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. I see a question up there now. Okay. Yeah. Digi-audio player, high-res player in case the, okay. So my the case. Is, okay. Yes. Uh, use a DAP, take advantage of it. Uh, I'm guessing DAP would be the tuner. Digital audio player. Or no, D- or he could be talking about the tuner, the DAP, the DAP tuners over overseas, maybe. Um, I think I it's know. digital audio. Player. No, right above it, he says digital audio player. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Iris, fine. Yeah. Okay. So Mike say Alpine, please bring back the one and a half Dean radios. Oh, good God. One and a half. Yeah, remember those? Yeah, oh, I remember. Yeah, I had, I had. The I one sold with, a lot of those. I had the one with the uh, three disc cartridge. I sold a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. We actually did a uh, Volvo not too long ago that had the factory Alpine Volvo with the uh, the three inch load Alpine in it, mm-hmm. and I guess Dyna Audio put the stereo in it, and because uh, some of the custom, one of the viewers was like losing his mind. He's like, "Oh my God, those are that's the Dyna Audio system, and that's <laughs> it's incredible." I'm like. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I thought they looked familiar, but in a Volvo? Okay. Who knew? Yeah. But, yeah, they, they Volvo does some weird stuff. Um, yeah. He-Man digital audio player. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, so, yeah so you can take that into a... It, yeah, I'm yeah. assuming yeah. taking it into yes. optical out, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, they got that, that really expensive one now. Yes. That, you know, that has... For the Fidelity guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or you can just do... Um, what's the app? Title. Yeah. Title. Title. Yeah. Do you have your yearly subscription to Title yet? I don't. It's only $25 a month. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. 
All right, so we've covered the Halo, Halo 9. We've covered the new little cool amps. We've talked briefly about X-Type. I want to commend Alpine X-Type. Way to go. And, Thank you, yeah. And one, awesome. other, one other thing that is awesome is they, they have never been my favorite speakers, but you guys, I feel, hit it out of the park this year, S-Type speakers. S-Type, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I would they, never recommend them to anybody, but yeah. you guys this year, I, I think you finally... So some key compo key features in the in the uh, S series uh, line, S series has been or at type S yes. traditionally we'll just call them has been a has been a very strong line for us price point very successful at the price point uh, the S series line yeah sounds great for the money okay you know so. It, it does good, so I'm glad you're happy. And it fits in more <laughs> applications. That's yep. the other uh, Well, yeah, so now we have a 6x9 component. Yep. Um, so now we have 6x9 in the S series. We have a 6x9 in the X series, which if you guys haven't heard the X series, uh, I know we talk about them a lot. They're great. Those are amazing. Those yeah, are really, really nice. Good. Unbelievable really, really mid-bass. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And oh, my gosh. So the only one that hasn't come out with 6x9 is the R-Type. Which I'm assuming next year we'll probably get a 6.9 R type. We'll have to hold our breath and see. I'm not in product <laughs> planning then. <laughs> I'll get a little peek pre anyway. Speak, Speaking of product planning, um, uh, we're, we're 2018 Jeeps. We're the restyle guys. So is it safe to assume that Alpine is not going to leave the 2018 Jeep alone for very long? I would I would definitely assume that Alpine is not going to leave that Jeep alone for very long. Okay. So, so for all you guys that are worried about it, if they're going to have a restyle for the 2018 Jeeps, apparently they have it under control. Yes. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't worry too much. No, okay. Hey, so go. should I, I worry, worry maybe I, I third worry. or fourth I quarter, or I, should I worry 2018? Uh, <laughs> let's just not let's, worry. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say not worry. worry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh God. I can't believe it's they went exciting. To, I can't believe they went to a four inch. It's, no, no, no. All four speaker. Yeah. 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 Gosh, what were you thinking, guys? I mean, everyone was so happy they put a six and a half in the Jeep. Got rid of the stupid four by six. Went yeah. to a six and a half. Sounded amazing. Eight yeah. speaker stereo in the 2017 Jeep was like you can do anything you want in there. And with the X, okay. X type, R type. I love the fact that they build the crossovers in their own little pieces. Mm -hmm. cool. That is amazing. And even the um, the the restyle perfect fit eight tweet eight two inch and tweeter for the Chevy. Mm -hmm. All of the crossovers, which we did an unboxing review of, all the crossovers are, are speaker specific. Mm -hmm. So I don't have this right. this giant crossover that I, I can't yeah. put anywhere. Right. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I liked when Alpine finally did that. That was like a, a genius move on their part. And everyone has kind of been following along with that. Well, the real estate's just been getting tighter and tighter in the vehicles. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's great that they do that. Um, but anyways, back to the S-Type. few new... They've, they've changed them a bit. Say that again? The okay. S-Type. Back to the S-Type. They've oh, yeah. changed those yeah. up a oh, bit. Yeah. Hammer surround. So high amplitude motor surround. Which is the cool so little... The cool little rib surround. Which is like yep. right behind yep. John's head on the woofer. That's that exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So that gives us more control over the over the cone. Ruffles have bridges. Yep. So, so it has that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of cool updates on that. Which was the same as that's on. Is that that's all across the board now, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's cool. So they brought that up to date. Yeah. Um, what, did they do anything to the tweeter? Yeah, there's some updates. Um, 
it's late in the day. My brain is fried. It's okay, so man. It's okay. I don't, I don't remember all the, the specific. Uh, but it is a new tweeter. Yeah, yeah. New it's totally new tweeter. New, new color material, new tweeter. Uh, hammers around. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, so we talked about a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. And do you have any? Do you have anything you want to? Uh, you want to hit? Casey say, uh, is there? They're going to do an update for the Restyle 14 F150. Halo 9. Halo 9. There you go. Alpine. Alpine. Way to go. Halo 9. Alpine, Alpine Halo 9. Halo. Thank you, John. Yeah. Well, you have to because of the game. You don't want to get confused. Cause so, <laughs> and, and quite honestly, no. let me just, for my own personal, so yeah, when yeah, I'm yeah. done, and my dad will be happy to hear this too. So my dad and I have a very similar truck. We both have Chevy Silverados. Okay. Right? So I currently have a, a uh, Alpine Restyle GM2. Okay. Okay. X. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yep. and uh, that I actually stole from him. Okay. Okay, and it's in my truck. Okay. And now I'm taking my X zero zero nine GM two, putting it back in his truck. Okay, <laughs> and mean, I'm but putting right. and I'm putting yeah, the Halo nine. Halo nine in mine. All right. So uh, the advantage of Halo nine, obviously, is Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So sorry, Dad, you're not getting those features. But <laughs> well, just to make the Chevy guys feel better, the new version of those radios is going to be Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Oh, yeah, that's for, the, for the new, for the 14. Yeah. Yeah. We ask, that was Ford, though, he was talking about. Uh, well, the Ford yeah, but you have a GM. Yeah, yeah. I have GM. GM. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're I'm just saying, but, like, the new GM Yeah, so the, the i209 GM yes. is absolutely a winner. That thing is awesome. So right. it's... Gorgeous looking nine inch display, Apple and Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, <coughs> all the sound tuning that we talked about earlier. Yep. Yeah, easy installation. <laughs> um, versus uh, versus from the previous, previous model. Time, oh, yeah. okay, there we go. Yeah. All right, all right, I was gonna say. Okay, this um, is another one. Yep. Um, I'm planning to do like a three way set. They have one. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so. I'll put it in my report. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, they do have one. The, yeah, the restyle the speaker that we're talking about for the GM comes with an 8, a 2-inch, and a tweeter, and mounts to put those in a GM, but you can strip all the stuff out of it and put it in any car you want. So they already have a three-way set. It's just made for a Chevy pickup, but it'll work in anything. There you go. So um, something to check out. Uh, it, it's really nice stuff. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's an eight-inch mid-bass and a two-inch, and we were just actually talking about it before we started. Is that you need to tell somebody at Alpine to box those things up individually? Correct. Because... Yeah, that will be awesome. All right, so we talked about a bunch of stuff. Do you have any more questions? No. Probably good. What, what? Okay. Did did we miss anything that you can think of? I know there's a well, lot. We in have head. a lot in we, line. We went so all over the there's place. There's a lot of stuff. Well, um, I mean, key things. Key things. I know there's a lot, and and anything you can think, think of, John, John well, that, that we say, might have we missed. Know, we, we, we covered the new restyle with the GM pieces. Yep. We uh, updated the Wrangler units last year, where they went to weatherproof. Weather, yep. right? Well, now, now well, yeah, and then now we have the new trail rating, off-road mapping, mapping. Okay. and you have the new two two hundred seven WRA, right? Which is the the two hundred seven with a with the Dodge Maestro. bracket kit built into it, and, and Maestro plug and play, Maestro plug and play, and also it comes pre-wired for the Jeep backup camera. Correct. So that you can get their cool Jeep backup camera. I only know this, but I'll tell you later. Um, Have a whole new camera lineup. Right. Oh, right. really? That's right. Yeah, that's right. HDR, yep. high dynamic range. Very you cool. See the difference? Uh, very drastic. Much better screen quality, picture quality at night and low light. And there's still the cubes. Yep. So we can still put them into the tag cam. Yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. So for those who don't know, which we've showed, is that Alpine does make a unit, well, for their cameras, Universal can use it in others, um, make a tag cam bracket with uh, uh, license plate lights. Yep. So it's really nice. We've used it before um, it's really nice. for other brands' cameras along with theirs, because, you know, why not? When's the DSP shipping? I uh, DSP oh, good shipping is uh, next month. And restyle work with the Bose. Yes, we have a Bose adapter for there the GM. Go. Yes. Um, so you can add that to it and tie into Bose. You guys have and the only interface for that, by the way. How oh, really? did that happen? Yeah. Well, oh, you didn't know that? We're Alpine. We're, we, we have the first initial. Yeah. yeah. We came first in the alphabet. Yeah. No, you guys have the only interface to integrate into a Bose amplifier system. I didn't know that. IData doesn't do that for anybody. Pack doesn't make one. Um, Metro might, but it's probably not going to work. Um, <laughs> whatever. I mean, people know how I feel about that. They're a necessary evil. Um, all right, so anything else yeah. you can think of? The question there I see, are they multi-view? We do have a yeah. selectable camera input that you can put, put to there and get your <coughs> side and rear camera. And then we also have a front and rear selectable camera input yeah. also. So so we have, the in the HDR cameras, there's a standard view rear camera. Okay. Okay. And then there's the two other, there's front and the rear that are multi-view. And then if so. you buy any one of the radios that only has a single camera input, you can buy the... Two camera input. Front the, rear. The, right. the expander. Yeah, the camera three camera expander. Yeah. Right. So that's cool there. All right, guys. I'm not going to keep you any longer. Well, thank you for, you for coming me. in. Yeah, this has definitely. been great. Thank you. Thanks, thank John, you so for much. bringing them. Thank Good you. to see right. you again. You You're in your pink shirt. Thank Everyone you. loves the pink shirt. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in on this Tuesday night. If you came in late and would like to rewatch it, of course, you could rewatch it here on Facebook, or I will have it up tomorrow for you to watch on YouTube. It'll also be available as a podcast, as a download, so you'll be yep. able to get it in multiple places, as always. Uh, don't forget, we do do a podcast, original podcast, and have it up every Thursday so that we don't do any video on it. So if you just want something to listen to, so we do the Facebook live show, and we also rebroadcast the YouTube live show as a podcast yep. because they are longer, and you know sometimes it's hard to sit and watch something for an hour. But for those of you guys that came out tonight, thank you so much. Thank you, Eric, for coming in. Thank you. You guys have a great night as always. See when you later. Will I see Bye. You? There you go. Thank you.